Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. We got contracts, injuries, quarterback competitions, trade requests, and more. Oh, my football is back. It is all things NFL on this Sunday edition of the Lombardi Line as we welcome you in. This show, as always, presented by BetMGM. Alongside the man of the hour, Michael Lombardi, out on the East Coast, I'm Stormy Bonantoni at our VEASAN studio in downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Michael, doesn't get much better than this. You are. I saw you on that trampoline doing somersaults. I mean, you're the lady of the hour. I mean, is this the summer of running backs? I mean, can we stop with this nonsense, please? I mean, enough is enough, right? I am so excited. Your favorite subject. Do we have to talk about the injustice of the running backs not getting paid? It's a collective bargaining agreement. Can we stop, please? I, I, I mean, can we pick up a better cause than this? Seriously. I mean, there's other things out there. So I doubt anybody has missed it over the last, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 hours or so. But in case you did, all pro running back Jonathan Taylor for the Colts has formally requested a trade out of Indy. He's expected to enter the final year of his rookie contract where he'd be owed $4.3 million, wants an extension to put him in line with the league's highest paid. But you have a situation here, Michael, where we have talked about it ad nauseum that the market is not there for these running backs right now. And he's also dealing with an owner in the Indianapolis Colts and Jim Irsay, who's, well, Jim Irsay. So that's all you really need to say there. Well, but I mean, he wants a contract that's in line. You said that now. That's what you said. In line is $12 million a year. The aberration is Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. right? In line is $12 million. We're seeing guys take pay cuts, right? We saw Saquon. I'm holding out. I'm not coming. I might miss the whole season come in for the franchise and $909,000 of incentives that may be rather difficult to earn. So there's a huge disconnect. Look, you can't force your way to a contract, right? You can't. And the reality of it is, is it's supply and demand. There's too many backs. Jonathan Taylor's a great player, right? But I'm sure there's another back that they can get that can be Maybe not as good, but maybe a little bit less, but not not 17, 18 million a year less, you know? So it's economics. I'm sorry. It's a capitalistic system that was voted on by the players 
and by the owners. Why do we continue to have to talk about the injustice? It's not an injustice. It's what it is. As they said in, as they said in the Irishman, it is what it is. I understand from Jonathan Taylor's perspective and and given everything that's come out with the franchise tag situations with the Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, and Josh Jacobs of the world, try to do what you can to get your money here before you have to go through the franchise tag deadline rigmarole in another year. But also what was making me laugh, Michael, was just think back to April when Jonathan Taylor had comments about the contract not being a distraction for him this year. We've got the clip. Take a listen. It wouldn't be a distraction to me. Like I'm, I'm under contract here for four years. I put the pen to the paper, so that's where that's where I'm at right now. I, you know, I made an obligation to them. They made an obligation to me. But things will things will happen naturally. Like like I said, it's not until you actually get into that situation to where you're like, oh, oh, let's let's see how how do you handle this situation? Because you always just see it, but you never know what do those guys actually go through. What's changed in the last five months other than a Zoom call, Michael? Well, a Zoom call. I mean, it's a cause. We have a we have a we have a cause. We have people behind it. It's popular, right? It's a subject to discuss. It seems to be the interest, which it really isn't, of the world. It's not. No, we're tired of talking about the run of it's. We call this an injustice. Let me ask you a question, Stormy. Make it ten million a year. Is that an injustice? I would like it very much. How do much. you tag that as an injustice? I'd like to know. Making seven million a year is an injustice. Now look. I get it. The cap has gone in different directions. The quarterback market, right? Once mm-hmm. Peyton Manning controlled 15% of the cap, which was astronomical, that's no longer. Now quarterbacks are controlling 20, 23% of the cap, maybe more. I get that. So the money's been shifted, but that's what we call a capitalistic system. Some play, Some players get it, some don't. The position, the only reason the quarterback market is getting all the money is because of supply and demand. Well, and that's the thing, too, that I feel like we really need to just keep hammering home is what's the market right now? And I think that Jonathan Taylor, given all things considered, is actually in a pretty good spot offensively with the Indianapolis Colts and Shane Steichen and Anthony Richardson. Like you look at an offensive scheme that could really benefit a running back in this position. Think back to last season with what Miles Sanders was able to do, having a mobile okay. quarterback. That's what Jonathan Good. Taylor's got with um, with um, Anthony Richardson coming in at quarterback this year, oh, right? Okay, uh, let's follow your logic because you're you're very logical, and I love it. Miles Sanders earned six million dollars in a free agent contract per year. That's what he got. Your logic is perfect. The Eagles chose not to sign him for the six per year. They let him go to Carolina without really even making an offer because they felt like Rashard Penny can come in and help us and we get him on a cheap deal. We'll trade for DeAndre Swift on a cheap deal. Okay, there you go. Supply and demand. You're right. You're right. Miles Sanders was really good last year. He really made a difference. Earned $6 million a year. Yeah, highest paid free agent signing this offseason, by the way, at the position. And I'm trying to figure out, I mean – Like when it comes to a trade, if that were to actually happen, that's something where a team would have to not only give a pickup, but compensate him. And I don't think that there's any teams that are really in a position to do that right now. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's, let's explore this. Okay. So he has a contract. He's under contract for $4 million, as you mentioned. All right. If, and he does not have a contract next season. So the trading team who would accept him, knows they would have to do a contract. They're not going to do that unless they know what the parameters are of the contract. 
The Colts don't want to trade them, right? And they certainly don't want to trade them now because they're trading blindly. Because if you said, okay, I'll give you a first-round pick for Taylor, you, that could be a pick in the low 20s. What, is that player worth Taylor? No, of course not. You don't know what that is. So the Colts will take the approach. Look, we know we have them for another year. We could franchise them at $10.8 million, and we'll go from there. So he's an asset. So if they traded him for anything, you know, is the team going to give up a first? Probably not because they're buying into a situation they don't know. Compensatory-wise, he would be entitled to a third if they let him go as a free agent, which they won't. So it, like, it's hard to make this trade because it's hard to get value back to the Colts in terms of their understanding it. So it's not going to happen. I don't. I mean, and Ursay put a statement out that he's not trading the guy, and I, I don't think – you know, in between playing and his band, I don't think Ursay is going to go back on those comments. And I quote, we will not trade Jonathan Taylor. That's a certainty, not now or not in October. Of course, referencing the trade deadline up in November. And Taylor doesn't have a ton of, um, what's the word I'm looking leverage. for? Leverage. Leverage. Leverage at this current leverage. juncture. Played just 11 well, games does? last year, coming off ankle who? surgery. Correct, correct. He's he's already admitted he has no leverage. He's under contract. He put the, as he in his words, I put the pen to paper. Speaking of, so, uh, go I mean, ahead. Go, no, I just think to me this is, it, 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 again, this becomes a, a conversation that has nothing to do with the owners refusing to pay running backs. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with capitalistic system and the market. And like I referenced there, he is coming off the ankle surgery this offseason, missed a good chunk of time last year, but when he was fully healthy in 2021, led the league in rushing yards, 18 touchdowns. We know how how explosive and dynamic a player he is, especially when he gets to that second level. Jim say that said, not losing any sleep over this. The quote that's been making the rounds um, after his meeting with Taylor if I die tonight or Jonathan Taylor's out of the league, no one's going to miss us. The league goes on. We know that. The National Football League rolls on. It doesn't matter who comes and who goes. It's a privilege to be a part of it. I mean, look, I, it's a little harsh the way he said it, but he's right. I mean, the Ohio State-Michigan game in the year 2050 is sold out today. And the kids who are going to play in that game aren't even born yet. The National Football League will always go on. It's going on. Dwayne Thomas held out. None of knows who Dwayne Thomas. That was a big deal. You know, Emmett Smith held out for two games. That was a big deal. The life goes on. There's new stars that happen. There's new Tony Pollards that come along. You have to capture the moment. I mean, learn from Le'Veon Bell. You know, for all those idiots that said he was doing the right thing, he now admits he did the wrong thing, which I yeah. said he did the wrong thing at the time. Yeah, and he even apologized. Money. He even apologized to Steelers fans about that too. He regretted the decision. But Michael, uh, I, I don't want to pull up, like pile too much on Jonathan Taylor about this because Jim Mercey is kind of stoking the fire in this instance. As an owner, why do you have to inject your voice into everything the way that Jim Mercey has? Because you're an owner. Because you're one of the 32 in this most elite club. This most elite club. And there's no nothing you can do. I mean, he's at a point in his life where he's the he's the dangerous uncle. He'll say anything. He is, I mean, really? Anything. He is though. Don't let him go get going on the Thanksgiving dinner table. No, no, he'll <laughs> unbutton his belt and but take his pants. I mean, it'd be like Paulie at the dinner. I mean, God knows. I mean, you just can't control him. <sighs> he's. I mean, think about this. I mean, the the amount of wealth that these guys have accumulated, especially a guy like Jim Irsay, who's you know those those Mayflower trucks that left Baltimore to go to Indianapolis for a better day. They got it. 
I mean, this wealth of this team is incredible. And it's because of the players. I get that. I would rather the players argue. I, I would stand beside them to argue that they should be entitled to some of this vast wealth that has been created in terms of when the Washington football team sells for $6 billion. Who was responsible for that? The players. The players. It uh, wasn't, I mean, we know Dan Snyder mismanaged the team completely, and he still got $6 billion. So it's the league. That the coolest thing about training camp so far is just to see how many people have shown up in Washington compared to yeah. years past, by the way. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's individual props off the board right now, but the Colts season win total sitting at six and a half, six to one shot in the AFC South, third behind the Jags and Titans. In about 30 minutes, we'll get more on this developing situation with Colts beat writer George Bremer uh, of the Herald more? Bulletin. Do we have to do more? We do, do. and do we more? actually have more running back talk when we return oh, because Dalvin Cook's visiting the Jets today. Let's get it going. We're off and running on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever heard about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast and you could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. Mentioned Jordan Hummer, who's going to join us in just a little bit. Talk all thing Colts. Uh, we'll also have Matt Mayoko of the same. <laughs> Promise all things Colts. You said that all things all Colts, things... just not Jonathan Taylor. All things yes. Colts. I like yes. that. All things... I'm holding you to that story. I promise. I Listen, I know you don't want to talk running backs. I'm going to put this off as, as long as possible. We also have Matt Mayoko, uh, 49ers beat reporter and insider. Been, I won't I won't say this when he's on the air, Michael, but been covering the team as long as your girl has been alive. So he has been the number one voice for me my entire life as a 49ers fan. And Greg Allman as well, NFC South reporter of Fox Sports. He's covered the Bucks very closely over the last decade. Get his perspective on the quarterback competition and who's going to fill that role I'm now that Tom Brady's to moved on. I I'm looking forward to that because I'm a I'm a believer that they're going to go there under their win total. And I'm anxious to see 
you know, from the Bucks are can their defense carry their offense? I mean, their offense has still good skill players, you know, Stormy, and it, obviously having good skill players doesn't matter if the quarterback can't get him the ball. So it'd be good to talk to him. Correct. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm going to put off the running back talk just one more minute or two, Michael, because you mentioned oh. off the top of the show me on trampolines. And <laughs> I, I, loved it. I feel like for anybody at home that might have just heard that comment, like, what, what are you talking about? What's wrong with you? Well, I have been broadcasting Slam Ball for the past weekend. Slam Ball is back. Y'all remember the sport from the early 2000s. It used to be on Spike TV and different channels where guys are on uh, trampolines and they're dunking on people. It's half basketball, hockey, football, all things combined in one. I've been broadcasting it on ESPN over the weekend. And basically, Michael, I just couldn't let all of the players have the fun. I had to get yeah, in on sure. it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Why not? Here it is. Look at this. Look at this. Believe, I mean, believe it or not, I used to be an athlete. Once upon a time. That's athletic right there. I mean, this is pretty impressive with your long legs to, you know, to do that. Look at this. Well, so the dunk, <laughs> the dunk, I look very uncoordinated. The flips, I feel like I, well, I, I've i got it going. I'm, well, I, I'm confident I, I, there. You do definitely have it going there. I mean, you got to get those legs over. That ain't easy now. I mean, you got long legs, so that's athletic. I, I mean, if I'm judging that, I'm going to give you 9-5 on that. Wow. Just score out. Look, this is just a... Yeah, there you go. Did you did you feel like did you feel like an NBA star when you did that? Just once I'd like to do that. You know, like just take it and slam it down, you know, without it being a five foot court. That'd I was, be awesome. I was singing in my head the go down and slam. Like that's how I was feeling when I when I hopped up on it. But no, it was it was so much fun. And I was laughing the most at one of the tweets that came my way after posting that video on Twitter saying um, for a girl who tore her meniscus just standing up from the ground, that's not so bad. And, yeah, I know I'm, I'm risking it, guys. I'm getting married in, like, two weeks. I'm risking it there. I made sure that I at least went and got on the trampolines after the broadcasts were over, though, so I didn't pull anything that's or tear smart, anything smart. before. That's a seasoned TV. veteran move right there, seasoned veteran move. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, okay, now, now Michael, with that in mind, okay. it's time to talk running backs again because yeah. – Dalvin Cook is visiting the Jets today. Uh, he hit the New York media car wash this weekend as well, and now he is out there at the facility. When he was asked on Good Morning Football about his chances to land in New York, he said, and I quote, I think the possibility is high right now of getting things done. We also heard Robert Sala in a recent press conference say he'll never say no to a great player. What do you think the chances are of Dalvin signing with the Jets? Well, I think there's a reason why Aaron Rodgers decided to take a, a significant pay cut when he didn't have to. He had guaranteed money. And I'm, I'm sure he got assurances from the front office to, to create this Green Bay-like team. And Dalvin Cook gives him Aaron Jones, essentially, right? It gives him that back who can run the football effectively, can go out and line up and play receiver, can run seam routes, can run angle routes, can run all different combinations of routes, and a security blanket for him. So I would suspect there's no one going to be able to outbid the Jets in this. And I was told early that there was a team that was going to pay him somewhere in that, you know, 18 over two, if you would, uh, which is well below what everybody else thinks. Not nine million a year is due to make ten. I don't know if it'll be that, but I think I think that that had to be the Jets. And once they freed up money, I mean, the Jets are still practicing with Corey Davis making ten million, and you know he's not even going to. He's not a starter right now on their team. When you break them down with Hardeman there, with with uh, Garrett Wilson, 
and Lassard. So, you know, I, I don't see that happening. I don't know why they're carrying him. I would think they'll take Corey Davis's money and replace him. But maybe they feel like they owe it to Corey Davis. I don't know. The Jets, if they get another marquee player like that this offseason, it would be pretty incredible, like, in terms of a feather in the cap. And there's yeah. been a natural link, I think, with the but, uncertainty around Brees Hall's injury coming back. Um, yeah. And we know Dalvin Cook wasn't released for his production. He's had, what, four 1,100-plus-yard seasons in a row coming into this. So I think that it would be a great addition if they could make it work. And with Rodgers, to your point, giving up that $35-plus million, it heightens the sense of urgency that I think he has, that the Jets have, and that Dalvin Cook wants to come in there and win a Super Bowl, and it feels like they're gunning for that opportunity. I don't want to spoil your jet parade here. I don't. But I think you have to be Do aware. It. You know, Becton can't practice. He still, his knees still Yeah, the still offensive line issues are real, for sure. We can't right? ignore that. Max Mitchell at right tackle. The left side of the line, McGo- M- M- McGovern's 30 mm-hmm. years old. Lakeland Tomlinson did not play well last year. And Dwayne Brown's on PUP. So, look, I know they drafted Joe Tipman in the second round to play center, and maybe he'll start. I don't know if he will. But this offensive line, if they get any injuries at all, Billy Turner's still there. You know, they brought him in, another Denver player, but, you know, he was with uh, he was with uh, Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. I, I mean, this is the concern. The concern is this. And then the other concern is uh, no one wants to discuss it. You know, no one talks about it at all. But, you know, we just assume this Jet defense is the greatest defense that has ever been assembled since the 2000 Ravens when, you know, they forced two turnovers in the last seven games of the season. It is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. One of them came against Femi's guy, the Chicago Bears. I mean, that's not, you know, when that was the only game they won in the second half of the season. That was the only game they won in the second half of the season. They were one for six in the second half of the season. And they forced two turnovers. Two. Uh, High expectations, meanwhile, for this New York Jets team in 2023. Win total sitting at nine and a half and a trendy pick to not only win the division, but win the AFC and the Super Bowl. Uh, The Patriots and Dolphins, two other teams, also happen to be in the division in the running for Dalvin Cook, although the Patriots did just have a meeting with uh, with Zeke Elliott, so we'll see how things play out there. Speaking of the Dolphins, though, with star corner Jalen Ramsey on the shelf until December, Miami adding some depth into that secondary. Signing corner yeah. Eli Apple to the one-year deal, former first-round pick out of the Giants in 2016. Clearly not a one-for-one replacement here, but yeah. especially with the down years Avian Howard just had, it yeah. feels like depth that's necessary. Well, they drafted Cam Sutton from South Carolina in the second round, so, you know, they got to get something out of him. But Nick Needham, their star corner, their nickel corner, the guy who plays in the slot, he's on PUP coming off an injury. And this has been the weak part of their defensive team, the secondary. The corners, are the corners, not the safeties. They're good at safety. You know, they'll be fine at safety. Holland's a really good player. But they've got to get some corners. And I think what one of the things I think for us as the betters and in the betting community here is when a team makes a move – to an area this early in camp signing, you know, the Jets signing Cook. They're telling you something's up with their running back, right? When the the Dolphins bring in a, a corner because of an injury, they're telling you something. I'm surprised Cincinnati hasn't brought a quarterback in yet. It's shocking. I don't know why mm-hmm. they haven't, but they haven't. But for me, I think you have to pay close attention to that because one of the things teams do, if you're really following the league, is whatever moves they make is a reaction to what's going on, right? Sometimes it's just depth for injuries, so you'll see teams bring a bunch of receivers in. Okay, we need a receiver for camp. 
But sometimes it's because we need a legitimate player and we better get them. I'm curious to see if the bad blood between Apple and Tyreek Hill is still there, of course, stemming from that 2021 AFC Championship game when Hill was on the Chiefs and Apple on the Bengals. Tyreek Hill, the cheetah himself, joked on Twitter, Monday's practice, going to be fun, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we got to be smart too, right? I mean, because th- those guys, uh, I mean, they can't afford to lose, especially where they are at quarterback. They can't afford to lose Waddle or, or Hill. I mean, those are the guys that they rely on to make the plays. I mean, I know yeah. everybody thinks it's Tua, but I'm just telling you, it is really important that they do that, that they get production, that 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 Tyreek stays healthy. It's amazing. Because, you know, look, he wants, he wants to get 2,000 yards. It's amazing in sports, Michael, how guys can hate each other, like really hate each other, talk bad behind each other's backs or outwardly in the public. But then once you're on the same team, become thick as thieves and best friends. And I, I wonder if Even that's something coach, that happens here. Yeah. Even coaching. Look at Matt Patricia and Darius Slay. They yeah. kissed and made up. Exactly. I mean, you know. And that was a big article in the field. They kissed and made up. So, look, I mean, it's a business, right? You know, it's a business, and we accept it as a business. Lots more news and notes around NFL training camps throughout the course of the show. But when we come back, we're talking, and I'll repeat, all things Colts. All things. When George Bremer joins us, we'll be right back on the Lombardi line. Former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. We've covered a lot of ground already, but just more great training camp information ahead as we welcome you back into hour two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi out at his office in Jersey. I'm your host, Stormy Bonantoni, live at our VSIN studio in Circa Resort and Casino in about 15 minutes. We will talk to 49ers reporter and insider Matt Mayoko. Get the breakdown not only on how our guy Brock Purdy looks, but the battle for QB2. Oh, I can't wait. I Trey know. it has got to be looking great. I know he's looking great. <laughs> I, I know it. I know he's looking great. I know he is. He's probably tremendous. I, I can't am, wait. That is the one, like, who cares about who's going to be second string quarterback <laughs> across the league? That is one battle that has been, like, the most interesting, I feel, oh, um, I when it, it comes to quarterback competitions this year. Well, you year. care if you have an MVP ticket for Trey Lance. You care. Sure you do. Because you could win MVP being the backup. Why not? I'm still so upset that his odds were shorter <laughs> than Brock Purdy's. It just does, it doesn't make sense. It tells, you the lo- it tells you there's no logic. I mean, how many times do you go to Twitter and see Trey Lance is trending? Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's really remarkable. It really is. It, between he and Justin Fields, those two players trend more on, than anything I've ever seen. And, and, you know, Justin Fields at least is the starter. You know, but it won four games last year. You know, the team's not very good. But for some reason, they – I mean, Justin Fields, according to an NFL.com evaluation, was ranked higher than Trevor Lawrence in the poll as a player. Unbelievable. For somebody who doesn't like Justin Fields, though, we sure do talk about him a lot. (laughs) Well, but, I mean, he's an example of what we're talking about. Trey Lance, MVP, you actually have a ticket for that? Seriously, you're recommending that? Unbelievable. So, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that situation. We'll also talk with Greg Alman about the NFC South and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So great guests ahead this hour. Um, Plus blue chip, blue chip, red chip. We're looking at off ball linebackers today at the end of the show. 
But first, Michael, let's yeah. hit that open because it's time for No Way it's or good. No Doubt. Do you disagree with these takes? No way. Uh-uh, no way. Or do you approve? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt my mind. No diggity, no doubt. It's time to ask Michael Lombardi, No Way or No Doubt. <laughs> All right, Michael, no way or no doubt, the big story of the day has been about Mr. Jonathan Taylor, who has requested a trade out of Indianapolis. Jim Mersey says, uh-uh, no way. But what do you say? Jonathan Taylor, no way or no doubt, will receive no a way. contract extension for the Colts or his next team before the regular season. No way. I mean, when the owner makes the statements that the owner's made, A, I'm not trading you, B, we're not paying you what you think you're worth. I mean, if Jonathan Taylor comes in and says, hey, I want to do a deal for 11 5 a year for four years, I'm sure there's no doubt that the Colts would agree to that. But there's no way he's doing that. And so there's no way this is going to happen. He wants a deal at 16 per year, which is what McCaffrey got. That McCaffrey deal is the deal that's haunting people. It's killing it. Because if you took that deal out of the market, and remember – and remember, it, I'm, I'm surprised no one's gone to Nebraska and talked to Matt Rule about that deal. Because there was a lot of conversation back. McCaffrey's a great talent. Nobody doubts that. But paying him 16 a year was a little bit more than they wanted to do. But they reconciled around it because he was so good as a receiver. So he could play in the slot. So you're paying a slot receiver kind of the same thing. And I, and I think that we've lost – we've just labeled him a running back. McCaffrey's a receiver, too. But there's no de there's no way they're paying Taylor. Not this year. And the Christian McCaffrey deal looks good now based on what we've seen with him in San Francisco. But how much was he dealing with injury? Was he not himself after he initially yeah. signed that contract? So just some food for thought. Keeping it rolling here on No Way or No Doubt. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow had a calf strain that's going to keep him out, quote, several weeks. And several just means several, according to Zach Taylor. But <laughs> no way or no doubt, Michael, Joe Burrow should stay away from the practice field until that long-term contract extension is complete. Uh, no doubt he should. I mean, look, he's going to need to stay away from the practice field, not because of the contract. He's going to get the contract. I mean, that's a fait accompli. He's going to get the deal. He, Mike Brown acknowledged that he's got to feed the hungry here, and he's got a lot of good players. So he's going to get the contract. But no doubt he should stay away and just rehab. It's interesting. You know, the Thursday before we got ready to play Miami in 2014 in the opener, Brady hurt his calf. And I don't know how he played in the game. We lost the game, but he played. But he was able to go and play. These calf things on older players are very difficult. Uh, younger players, I would assume they come back, but a torn calf is nothing to sneeze about. It takes time. And when you use your lower body to drive the football and to throw, you know, you need a, a healthy calf muscle. It's it's kind of, it doesn't seem a lot, but as you get older, it, it's harder. I think there's no way he misses the opener, but there's no doubt he should stay off the field. Yeah, there are a lot of varying outcomes for that type of an injury, and you just need to do whatever you can to be 100%. Like, that's one of those injuries yeah. where you don't want to come back at 80, 90, 95. Like, you want to feel yourself and feel fully good. But, again, yeah. with everybody holding their breath when they first saw the injury, the good news was that it was not an Achilles. It wasn't another knee thing. This poor guy... The just training camp and off seasons just are not for Joe Burrow, apparently, when no. it comes to the different things that he's had to deal with. 
Okay. You know, yesterday, before we jump ahead, so yesterday the line was some were two and a half. There were some down to one. Mm-hmm. And it was all predicated, will Burrow play or won't he play, right? Now it's back pretty much two and a half across the board. There's a, there's a one and a half out there in some shops, but the line moved, but eventually it settled back to its original number, which tells me that the book feels pretty comfortable he's going to play. Yeah, and I think so too. But good to note, of course, that the Bengals have been slow starters under Zach Taylor. And when we have seen Joe Burrow unable to practice as much as he would like in the preseason that opening game isn't exactly top-tier Joe Burrow that we see later on in the year. Josh Jacobs, Michael, should mm-hmm. follow Saquon Barkley's lead and try to negotiate a one-year deal with the Raiders, no way or no doubt. No doubt, he should. He should follow suit. I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, you're going to have to play for the tender. Why not see if you can collect it? Look, the Raiders would happily, you know, they would happily do that deal. Because everything that Saquon put in the deal is tied to making the playoffs. So if he earns it, they have to make the playoffs. If he gets the 65 uh, receptions, he's got to make the playoffs. If he gets the 12 touchdowns, he's got to make the playoffs. If he gets the uh, 1,350 yards, he's got to make the playoffs. So why wouldn't they do this deal? Well, you know, that, well it, I'd it, say no doubt no, no doubt that the Raiders would want to, but I don't know if Josh Jacobs necessarily would want well, to. I have a conversation. Like, you know, Talk to the Raiders and say, look, I'll come to camp. Here's what I would do it for, you know, and go back and forth. I I, I think you're going to play for the one-year tender. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest here. The card of not playing isn't a very good leverage card. So why not engage? Why not create a win-win negotiation? Like, I'll come back in, but here's what I'm looking for. Okay, they're going to come back to you. Here's what we're looking for. Now we're talking. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and if we the, could make a better deal. And if the Raiders try to present to Josh Jacobs, for example, exactly what the Saquon deal is, okay, this is what you're presenting. Now let's see if I can add in this concession or this or just get exactly. something to change it up a little bit. I like that thought process because Saquon, all he really got is $2 million now instead of in a couple of months. And so if That's Josh all. Jacobs could get another step in that, there would be some positives. The, uh, speaking of running backs, let's just keep that train rolling because I know it's your favorite topic. The New York Jets are the best fit for Dalvin Cook of the potential suitors. We know the Patriots, the Dolphins, other teams that he has been talking to did have a formal offer, I believe, from the Dolphins earlier this offseason, right? So no way or no doubt, Michael. What do you think with Dalvin? Uh, no doubt the Jets are the right fit because Aaron Rodgers wants them. I mean, this is predicated on Rodgers giving back room. And Rodgers wants his Aaron Jones on this team. And that doesn't mean Brees Hall couldn't be. It's just that Brees Hall might not be healthy. Miami's 31st in the National Football League in rushing attempts last year. So Cook's really not going to get the ball there. I don't believe that New England has even made an offer to Cook. I don't believe they've even made an offer to Cook because I think New England knows this market's going to be way higher than they want to spend. So that's out. And, you know, a team like Washington – I said this yesterday, Stormy, while you were hopping over that trampoline and slam dunking. You know, Femi and I were talking about we, we were talking about Washington, and I wonder why wouldn't they be interested? And even though they know they don't have great backs, so uh, you know, I think Washington would be a great fit for Cook, but they're not interested. I don't know why they're not, but they're not. So you know, there's some teams that are definitely he would be a good fit, but again, we as fans have to attach price tag to each player. 
Yeah, you and Femi yesterday were working hard. Meanwhile, I was hardly working, but I'm back hard at no, work today here, Michael. I love that you were working. I love that you were doing, you know, and it, 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 it did it in jeans, too. That's really impressive, too, you know? Thanks, that was guy. pretty impressive. Appreciate yeah. you. Uh, Dalvin Cook, odds off the board right now in terms of his props, but the Jets, nine and a half win total. We'll see if he could help them get over the hump. Should he land there? Last one, keeping it in the division. Mac Jones will have a bounce back season and the Patriots will go over that win total of seven and a half. No way or no doubt, Michael. I I say no doubt. The Patriots are good on defense. They really are. Uh, And they've added some really good pieces to their defense. Christian Gonzalez really will help them, uh, you know, up front. They can rush from the edge. Josh Uche is is really developing into a good rusher. Uh, I think to me, you know, with with uh with with what they have currently on their team i i think they could be really good defense they've improved the speed of their defense you know matthew judon can still rush barmore's healthy this year so and with jack jones with jonathan jones and jack jones who if he can with his legal issues i mean he's as good a corner as there is they can cover so i think they will be now here's the interesting thing about new england and i know we got to go matt jones for all the talk about patricia and the bad offense he averaged 2.5 interception percentage as a rookie, and he did the same thing. He can't turn the ball over. Mac Jones has to play within himself for this Patriot team to be very good offensively. Yeah, to your point, he's got a defense that can support him. Now can he turn it up a notch here in his third season? We've got to take a step aside, but when we return, all things 49ers with Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.